This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys at the usual time of 8am every single morning. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, for joining me. I hope you're doing good. I hope you're doing well. And apologies again for those of you that uh, didn't get the memo. Uh, I tried to put out as many warnings as I could yesterday as to why the show was half an hour earlier than it usually is. Uh, it didn't reach everybody, naturally. Um, but thank you to everybody that is continuing to, to come back at 8am the next day. So thank you so much everyone that tuned in yesterday and caught up on the show as well um if you could drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on it would be very much appreciated uh, good morning to Vala. good morning to jorgen good morning to uh peter to paul good morning to matt g good morning to barry the process arasilki uh Muberic. good morning to peter and maximius good morning uh to rob to damien rob paul we've got martin we've got matt we've got um temi in the chat box angela harvey uh, we've got Sabre and Gunna Dude and Jean and plenty more of you guys and girls as well. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Very much appreciated. Uh, shall we get cracking on with today's stories? I think that we probably should. Um, first of all, uh, Yuri and Timber spoke to reporters yesterday, was speaking specifically kind of about the rehabilitation of his injury and uh, seems to be quite positive, actually, uh, in an event with Arsenal in the community he was speaking to a number of reporters in which he said about uh, the potential return. He says, I feel like it's going pretty quick. I'm making good progress and all the knee is reacting very well. So I'm happy with the way things are going. Let's just see how things are going and how long it will be still. So that's a really positive update, I think, from Yuri and Timber. And obviously we saw that from the doc, the doc was uh, all over social media yesterday being asked questions about um, whether or not that this is good news. And he says, I can't use the word guarantee, but based on this, it's looking quite likely that he does play again 
this season. So that's a massive, massive boost um, for us and Yuri and Timber. When that will be, we don't know. I have told people continuously to temper their expectations on a March, April return. But who knows? You know, you never want to say never. And I'm not saying never. I'm just saying just temper your expectations. Don't get too crazily, uh, you know, embroiled in the hope that he might be uh, coming back very, very early. We'd love to see him back. We'd love to get him back as quickly as possible. But we want to get him back in the best possible condition so that he can be on the field for as long as possible when he finally does indeed return. Now, Diego Carlos has been speaking to the media as well, the Aston Villa defender ahead of today's game against Aston Villa. And he says that Arsenal don't scare Villa. Of course, Carlos was not available the last time Arsenal faced Aston Villa as he was suffering with a significant knee injury and uh, is now reintegrated in a massive part of Unai Emery's Villa team as they try and push towards a Champions League place and will present Arsenal a significant challenge today at Villa Park. I'll be on the way a little bit later on this morning, travelling up to Birmingham to then get across to Aston to get to the game. Uh, it's a It's a fantastic stadium, fantastic ground. Really old school, but in the best possible way. And last season was an amazing experience, obviously, with Arsenal scoring very, very late on. Thanks to Emmy Martinez and Gabriel Martinelli getting in on the act. So hopefully, hopefully, we start to see some more impressive results at Aston Villa. Because if they beat us today, are only one point behind us. I suppose we should probably have a look quickly at what other Premier League games you can be taking part in and watching over the course of this weekend. A really interesting and important game from an Arsenal perspective is up first. 12.30 kickoff at Crystal Palace. Liverpool travel to um, to Selhurst Park to take on Roy Hodgson's side in a very intriguing game. Let's see if Palace can do Arsenal a favour. They've not been particularly great for them, have Palace, so I'm not having too high a hopes for that. Brighton are at home against Burnley. Manchester United are home against Bournemouth. Sheffield United are hosting Brentford. Wolves play Nottingham Forest in finally a good run of three o'clock kickoffs for the first time in what feels like ages. We've got quite a few games to be entertaining us. And then we've got Aston Villa against Arsenal at 5.30. Tomorrow's games, we've got Everton against Chelsea. That's going to be very interesting because Everton are very, very much in form at the moment. Fulham are playing West Ham United. Luton at home against Manchester City. Let's see how Man City get on at Kenilworth Road, shall we? And then on Monday night, uh, no, sorry, not Monday nights, on Sunday evening, uh, 6.30, well, 4.30 rather, we've got Spurs against Newcastle in a very interesting game as well. So, Mikel Arteta did indeed face the press ahead of the game this weekend, was asked about the reaction from the game against Luton. He says, after you have to refocus and think about the best preparation for Villa. But it was a great moment next to our fans. You see the chemistry between players, players off the bench who are very genuine, happy faces for each other. And it was a beautiful moment. It was the fifth time that Arsenal scored an injury time and he says a team has to have an unbelievable desire to win every match and I think that we've got that and we've shown that time and time again. We could have scored earlier. There were certain moments that we could have done better to get the third or the fourth goal but when it's not the case the team has resources and the skill right now to keep believing and actually doing what the game requires in that moment to win. He did then bring the focus on to Aston Villa to which he said a huge credit to them a huge credit to Unai and the coaching staff for what they've done. They've turned things around the way they play. They're going to be a really tough opponent. It's a great place to go. One of my favourite grounds, a very English ground and a great atmosphere to play football in. So it's going to be a big chance for us as well. Now, really interestingly, he was asked about David Raya uh, and whether it was his mistakes being highlighted because of 
the the pressure of Ramsdale being there. And his answer was very intriguing indeed. He says, look at his form and what he has achieved since he's been with us. It's really impressive. But what can I say? I have three great goalkeepers. I'm really happy. I have great wingers. Some of them are on the bench. But the questions are not related to them and we have to accept that as well. We have to support our players in the best possible way and we have to protect them and we have to get the best out of them. I would focus much more on that. Every player needs the right support and love and they deserve that. Now, he was asked a specific question also about whether or not the pressure of Ramsdale and like that situation had indeed kind of created a situation with Raya that uh, kind of put extra pressure on him. And he basically hinted that it had, which was very much uh, an interesting kind of turnaround from that. Um, he says, he was asked the question, is he affected by Ramsdale and the debate of who your number one is? And he says, maybe because of the debate, but I think when you look at his form, what he's achieved, he's been with us, it's been really, really impressive. So it's very interesting to see that he answered the question in that way. Um, and yeah, I, I'd be curious to see, uh, you know, if, if indeed we see Raya in his top form today or if indeed Ramsdale comes in. I don't think Ramsdale will come in. I think it will be Raya. I just hope that he gets the support that he needs from the fans because I'm really just not a fan of seeing Aaron Ramsdale's name chanted when David Raya is starting. No problem in the warm-ups, no problem in any other scenario, but when the game's going and Raya's between the sticks, to hear Ramsdale's name chanted just seems incredibly wrong. Um now, he was asked, of course, about the celebrations. Now, what I want to point you towards is a good friend of the show, James Green, um, reporter for Sky Sports, was doing an interview with uh, Rob Edwards, I believe, the uh, Luton Town manager, in which he was, of course, asked the question of uh, <laughs> of what he would have done in that situation. And very interestingly, um, he responded saying that he probably would have been crowd surfing if it was up to him in that moment. I'm not particularly surprised uh, that he answered it in that way because I would have been crowd surfing if I was a manager and scored in the 97th minute. But uh, Arteta, when asked about the situation and what's going uh, and what's kind of going on about coaches, about how they can celebrate, he says, on celebrations post, if he's not allowed to celebrate, he says, we are, but I think we have a boundary. Notice every time I say the word we, by the way. We are, but I think we have a boundary that maybe we have to extend or we just need a very strong rope with the bench so maybe we don't move. That means we don't move. All of us, we don't move. He was then asked the question of there needs to be clarity on how you can celebrate. And he said, that's why I say we, not me. I don't know. The decision is made. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't think I'm going to change it from here to Sunday. Um, and he said they've not heard anything back regarding the uh, the FA from the Newcastle hearing yet. So we're still waiting on an answer from that. But it was very interesting. Uh, hashtag we in the chat box. He used that word a lot. And he was very much hinting that he feels that it's, it needs to be consistent, that he is being treated differently. It was very obvious what he was doing and what he was hinting towards, allegedly, um, that he is treated differently to others and that there is a emphasis on the we because the punishment needs to go across because he was asked about you know other managers and whether they are treated differently because they celebrate very similarly to him and haven't faced punishment for their own 
actions. Uh, he was asked about whether he's being targeted by referees, and he says, I don't know how to stop celebrating. It was a really emotional moment. You have everybody bouncing around you, and you lose sense of where you are and the space that you have to be in. It was unfortunate because now I cannot be next to my team on the touchline, but it is a decision that they have made. If you look strictly at the rules, yes, we cannot do that, but the context is different. And then the we I think is very important within the context. Again, using that word, we. Um, we, we. <laughs> so, yeah, very, very good press conference, I think, overall from Artair. He was in good form yesterday and provided some really, really good answers as well. On that, he did talk about Thomas Partey very briefly before we move on to the final story. Uh, he says, we don't know. He's getting a very good evolution in the injury, but it's a bit early to get a time frame. That would be incredibly fast if he was able to do that, as in being back by Christmas. So we're going to have to wait. We're quite short with five key players for us not being available for a bit uh, of time, but we have that. Those key players, of course, now thinking are Urien Timber, Thomas Partey, Emil Smith-Rowe, Takira Tomiyasu and Fabio Vieira, of course, all out injured at the moment. But everybody else, he said, should be fine, which is a positive update. And our final story and our transfer story of the day, Juventus 18-year-old Kenan Yildiz is being targeted by a number of clubs and Arsenal are said to be one of the teams that are interested in the Turkish youth and senior international. Very exciting player is Kenan Yildiz. Um, you can play as a centre forward, you can play as a second striker, you can play as an attacking midfielder. And Arsenal are said to be one of the sides that are interested in, in him. January might be a possible exit chance for him. He's very frustrated with a lack of opportunities at Juve. He's played just 36 minutes across five substitute appearances for them this season. He's not been used in the last five games. He's been an unused substitute in all of those fixtures for Juve. Juve actually haven't lost a game in Serie A since uh, September. They've been doing very well to return and respond to, obviously, what was a difficult season for them last year with the deductions and all the controversy surrounding them. Um, but, uh, yeah, he has been given some opportunities to play in the Serie C uh, with Juventus's uh, next-gen side. He scored and uh, assisted in a start against Anconia uh, in a 2-1 win for Juve. But, uh, yeah, he's a player that is exciting and, um, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of teams looking at him with Juve not necessarily using him. But whether Arsenal are successful in getting him, I guess we will have to wait and see. Right, let's move to part two then and your questions right after this. Marketers and advertisers, brands big and small. You've been after a special someone for a while now. You think they're into you. I mean, you share the same interests, both passionate about the same stuff. Why wouldn't they be? Wait. There's a moment of silence. It's finally just you two alone. They're waiting. Go on, shoot your shot. You've got a voice. Use it now. Hearts are racing. Breathing becomes heavier. This is your chance to win them over. So what are you going to say? Get closer to your audience. Make podcast ads with Acast. Head to go.acast.com slash closer to get started. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, 
Okay, uh, shall we have a jump into the chat box and see what questions you guys have got? I like this comment immediately from Oyung Kula, um, who says, hello from Turkey. I'm excited about Kenan Yildiz. So there you go. Uh, they're excited about what potential he's got. I think there's a lot of really interesting young players coming through uh, the Turkish national side. Of course, you've got Arda Gula at Real Madrid. He's been out injured for a little bit, but he's coming into the fold. Maybe um, Turkey are a side that we need to start looking out for on the European stage in the future. Um, oh, Dave says, I'm not sure I like that, Carlos. <laughs> of course, Diego Carlos said, um, you know, they're not scared of Arsenal. Zuntar says, Tom, did you see... Ozil's tweet. Yes, I did see Meza Ozil's tweet. Am I surprised? A little bit. He's been quite quiet on the Arsenal front uh, as Meza Ozil. Um, but I suppose once a gunner, always a gunner. If you've not seen his tweet, in response to a tweet from Opta Joe, uh, which said Tottenham are the first side in Premier League history to fail to win five consecutive games despite going one new up in each and lose three consecutive home games despite going one new up in each match. Spursy. Uh, Ozil quote tweeted this by saying, who else should be able to break that record? Bottle Job FC is back. <laughs> you know, I'm not always Ozil's biggest fan, but I think that that certainly was a very amusing tweet indeed. Um, James says, is it oddly warm out for anybody else? James discussing the weather over there in the US. It's still incredibly cold and wet here in the UK. I'm not particularly looking forward to how cold it's going to be up in Birmingham a little bit later on today. Uh, Madge says, Tom, how long before we are linked with the January move for Calvin Phillips? I'd be very surprised if Calvin Phillips was a player that we're linked to. Of course, Pep Guardiola yet again apologising for his lack of minutes. I don't know why. They're the ones that spent 40 plus million quid on him. You know, they're the ones that should be using if they really did indeed have such a keen interest in the player. So... Let's see. I think he'll move to a you know a West Ham type team maybe in the summer uh, or maybe in January if they get a big enough bid. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Darren says there's rumours that Arsenal are linked with Ryan Cherky. Yay or nay? I can't say that I know too much about Ryan Cherky, to be honest. Um, I know he plays at, at Lyon and he's more of an attacking midfield type player that I suppose can play in, in other positions as well. But He's, what, 20 years of age. He's got one assist so far, no goals, playing in a number of attacking positions for Leon. Leon haven't been that great, in fairness, at all. Maybe he would do better in another team. If you're looking at, um, for me, if you're going to go and look at one of the younger attacking players in France, I'd look at Amin Guiri, who plays for Rennes at the moment. Um, he's been doing pretty, pretty well. You know, uh, last season he did fantastically, actually, uh, for Rennes. He actually moved from Leon a couple of seasons ago, but he ended last season on 17 goals and eight assists. Uh, did very, very well indeed. So he'd be one I'd be looking more to towards than Ryan Cherky if we were going to France to look for an attacking player. But I'm not sure either player is really on our, um, you know, on our radar at the moment. But uh, maybe that will change. We will wait and see. Patrick said there's heavy snowfall here in Sweden at the moment. It's going to be very cold in in Villa. In fact, I might do a quick weather check in Birmingham. Shall we do a quick? Because I need to know. I need to know to know if I need to wrap up or not. Um, <laughs> in Aston, it is going to rain all day until 5.30. Um, actually, it's going to stop raining for the game. Oh, it does rain after 8 o'clock. So, yeah, I sh it should be relatively okay, it seems. It might rain while we're traveling up there on the train. It's going to be a really late day. I've got like a 12 o'clock train from Holmes up to London. And then, I mean, when's my train going to be leaving um, London? I think it's Houston, I think I assume I'll be leaving from. 
So have a quick check on when the trains are going to be leaving because it's it's a really long day. And once I'll be able to actually get to the email that I sent myself, then I'll be able to tell you, yes. So we're leaving London at about uh, 20 to 2. Um, and then we get leave Birmingham at about half three to get to a place called Witten, which is like one of the nearest stadium stations, sorry, to, to Aston Villa. We leave Birmingham New Street at 20 past nine get back into London at about 20 to midnight. That's when I get back into London, by the way. I've still got to get another train that doesn't leave until 20 to 1 in the morning. Uh, and I'll be getting home at about 20 to 2 tomorrow morning. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> it's going to be a very, very long day indeed. But uh, it's going to stay warm, stay well fed, and hopefully we'll get through it fine. Um, Damien says, how much do you think Arteta will be missing from the touchline will affect us? He's a huge presence for us. Of course, I think we will miss him. Uh, obviously, he can have communication with the bench via um, AirPods Albert. Uh, Albert Stuvenberg will be on the bench. Carlos Cuesta, I think, will be linked up to him as well. So, yeah, he'll be in the director's box and uh, he will be... Uh, running all of the things and getting a different view of the pitch, of course, from where he is. Maybe that will help. Maybe that will help getting a different view from where he is. Uh, and maybe you'll be able to give us some more insight as well. Landra says, why are you not driving? It's easier to get the train because I can work on the train. If I drive, I can't work while driving. So when, I dro when, I, when I'm on the train, you get, I can get my laptop out. I'm running the live blog. I'm doing post-match articles and stuff like that. So it's a lot easier. I would rather drive, I think, because... You know, I wouldn't have to be as, uh, you know, attached to the train times. But, uh, yeah, I have to be able to work at times. Some games I drive. The Luton game I drove for because it was closer. But Birmingham is a bit too far to, to commit to driving because I wouldn't be able to work all the time that I'm driving. Um, Shafek says, uh, I don't know why the YouTube algorithm doesn't tell me that your show is live anymore. I don't know. That's really strange. I don't know either. Um, but you know what time it is every single day. So there's no excuses. Uh, 8 a.m. UK time. You work out whenever that is in your local area. That's when we're live. Uh, set your alarm clocks. Uh, Z says, hi, Tom. Prediction for today. I'm saying 2-1. Martin Ali and Gabriel from the corners. Uh, regards from France, by the way. I'm going for a 3-2. I think there's goals in this game. I think it's going to be tense. I, I'm, I'm not wildly confident for this. I think Villa are a fantastic side and they're doing really, really well. And I wouldn't be surprised to see us drop points today. But, uh, yeah, certainly not. Um, Certainly not particularly, um, you know, wildly overconfident for this one. Um, Farouk says, what car do you have? At the moment, I have a courtesy car because my car is uh, getting fixed. And again, I will be able to tell this story once it's all sorted out. But uh, yeah, it's kind of an amusing story that links back to another Arsenal game, actually, why it's getting fixed. So at the moment, it's a courtesy car <laughs> right now. Uh, Jay says, uh, did you know one of the other yellow cards Arteta got was for over-celebrating Rice's goal in added time against Manchester United? I didn't know that, Jay. Um, thank you for telling me that. If that is indeed true, very interesting indeed. So yeah, didn't know that. Uh, Vegas Gunner, thank you for the kind donation. Tom, let's see what happens to Villa once they get an injury bug like other teams have. They have been obviously very fortunate. You're right, with injuries. They have been very fortunate to keep most of their players fit and available. So maybe if they lose a Louise. By the way, they have a number of players that are like one game away from um, uh, from a suspension. Douglas Louise is, is one of those. Um, the other ones. I'm not sure off the top of my head who the other ones are, um, but they've got three or four players that are like one yellow card away. Matty Cash, I think, is one of them as well. Um, one yellow away. So maybe watch out for them being a bit cautious with their tackling if they are indeed one yellow card away from a uh, from a suspension. Um, yes, I have a Peugeot 504, Timmy. Yeah. 
<laughs> my first car was a little Vauxhall Corsa. It was like a little boy racer with a turbocharger. I've grown up since then. I've got a proper dad car these days. Uh, LB says, hey, Tom, I live in Birmingham. And the noise last night around this game is massive. They are waiting for us. Yeah, I'm sure they are. I think the atmosphere is going to be pretty incredible. Last season, of course, Arsenal were you know, challenging for the title and they were up for it. Villa pushing for those European places as well. But Arsenal went there and were combative. And even though we went 1-0 down, if you remember as well, we conceded really early on. Arsenal came back. Zinchenko scored from a, a set piece. And then, of course, we all know what happened in the final moments of the game as well. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that if we play our game, I'm a lot more confident than I should think that Man City were. We've got a, we've got a fantastic midfield. Kai Havertz is in great form. Rice is with us now. I think we've got a great chance of getting a really, really good result indeed. Shall we have a quick look at that team, um, the team that played against... Uh, that played against Arsenal or played against Villa, I suppose, last season, uh, and have a quick comparison of what we're uh, of what we're going up against because I think it'll be very interesting to see what changes we've made. I can't actually remember. Now that's the home game. Uh, I want the away game. Where is the? It was three one. Why are we not? Why is it not coming up? Twenty twenty was it twenty twenty three or was it twenty twenty two? Trying to remember what it was. Why is it not coming up? That's so strange. Let me go on to the Transfer Mart uh, website because that'll be a lot better. Arsenal fixtures from last season. Uh, 18th. Of Fe- it was 18th of February. For some reason, it's not showing up for me on Google. So I'm having to go. I'm having to go into Transfer Mart to get the uh, the game up. 22-23, and this is such exciting viewing for you guys. I know. Um, Aston Villa away from home, February 18th. It was four two. It was 4-2, not 3 Why did I think it was 3-1? It was 4-2. I didn't realise it was such a crazy game. Um, so our team that day was uh, Ben White, Saliba, Gabriel Zinchenko. So the back four we expect to be the same. Um, Xhaka, Odegaard and Jorginho was the midfield three. And Saka and Ketia Trossard was the front three uh, that day. So, um, yeah, very interesting indeed because we're going to have Martinelli come and starting and being ready for that game. We'll have Jesus, like we didn't have Jesus last time. We won't have Jorginho and Xhaka. We're going to have Declan Rice and Kai Havertz. So there's four changes I'm expecting from that front six that played last time. Um, and obviously, Ray will be in goal instead of Ramsdale. So five different players will start this game for Arsenal. And for Aston Villa, I think we can probably expect a number of changes as well. Last season, Coutinho scored, of course. Buendia was playing for them as well. Um, Tyro Mings is at the back. Uh, Moreno at left back. It might be Luca Dina this time. Matty Cash hasn't necessarily started games. They've had Consa, Diego, uh, Carlos and Pau Torres starting in a back three with then Dina and Moreno being more of an auxiliary wide player. Um, then their midfields of Douglas Luiz, Kamara will be the same, but they'll also have Tillemans and McGinn playing in there and then it'll be Watkins and then one of either Leon Bailey or Musa Diaby, we can probably expect. So a number of changes, different matchup. It'll be interesting to see how indeed it uh, it plays out on the day. Uh, Maximir says, hi, Tom. How much more beneficial is it that we had an extra day off than Villa? Also, their players not getting a yellow, hence why being suspended could be a blessing in disguise. Tired bodies, maybe. Maybe the, the fitness side, they would have had one less recovery day than we would have done. They would have obviously played their game on Wednesday. They would have had a recovery day on Thursday, trained Friday, and then straight into the game today. So they probably only have one day of training, whereas we, I think, probably have had two, unless we had two days recovery from the game against Luton. 
Um, obviously, that's a really big benefit to us, having an extra day of rest and recuperation. Maybe that will work in our favour. It's about time that we went up against a team that were playing more tired than we were because with our European um, our record in Europe and, of course, how many games we've got to play in Europe, that matters. And so, therefore, yes, maybe it will matter more. Uh, Vegas Gunner says, Gerstruder from Feyenoord is a player that maybe we should be looking at. I noticed that he was watching. Uh, I noticed him watching the Dutch League and the games on ESPN. He's been linked to a number of Premier League moves before. So he played really, really well last season in Feyenoord's league-winning season. Um, and uh, they did win the league, right? No, PSV. PSV. Did PSV win the league? The Eredivisie last season? It was between those two. So a quick check, shall we? Uh, I think it was Feyenoord that won it last season. Table... Last season, 22-23. It was Feyenoord, yes. I thought it was Feyenoord that won it, yeah. Gerstruder was one of their key players. Can play centre-back, can play right-back. Um, very quick defender. Uh, maybe someone Arsenal interested in and might be moving for in the future. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, Matthew says, the Met Office have off, uh, offered up a high winds warning from Birmingham this afternoon. Interesting, Matthew. Maybe that will play a part in the game. Villa Park is an open stadium in the sense that um, I don't think the corners are completely closed off. So sometimes you do get the wind uh, coming into the ground quite easy. So, yeah, let's let's wait and see what happens. Right, we're going to round things off there because I've got to get stuff ready to get ready to go to uh, Villa Park in a little bit. I hope that you have a fantastic Saturday. I hope that we can bring home the result that we need to win and uh, leave us continuously top of the table. Of course, there's a good chance we might not be top of the table when the, by the time we play because uh, Liverpool will be playing before us. But if indeed Liverpool drop points, it's a massive incentive for Arsenal to take their gap even wider at the top of the table before, of course, Man City play Luton as well. So we should have a better idea about what is going on for Arsenal. And uh, there's some really exciting games to be played today. So let's keep our eyes peeled and watching the games throughout the day ahead of our match against Aston Villa this afternoon. Have a fantastic day. Stay safe, stay well. And as always, and most importantly, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, listener. Is it me you're looking for? As brands, we're always wanting to make a connection, to find the person you can rely on, the one that's there every week, month, or year, and always has your back when you need them the most. It's a little like matchmaking, don't you think? With ACAST podcast ads, you can filter for your exact dream audience so you can find the ideal customer for your business. The Romeo to your Juliet, the Rachel to your Ross, the Bert to your Ernie, and avoid those red flags and time wasters. Your ads can communicate with them in the most intimate way possible. A one-on-one -on -one conversation, a chance meeting in the gym, or a coffee shop. So go on, give it a try. With over hundreds of thousands of listens a month, your person is probably here. Get closer to your audience. Make podcast ads with Acast. Head to go.acast.com to get started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.